Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be talking about Iran and prophecy. Now, my concerns are, and yes, I do love President Donald Trump. I think he's probably the best president we've had in a long time, but he's still not perfect. And I believe he is trying to fix our nation, which is good. But the problem is, is he trying to fix it too fast, and are we not helping? Because I have seen no repentance, such as a Billy Graham crusade, I've seen no return of people to the church. To the contrary, it seems like we can, we are fighting each other. There's more disagreement. I mean, even the fight at the Little League game the other day. So I see no repentance that would be necessary for a nation to really be healed. I don't see that happening. I also see that Russia is backing Syria, Cuba, Venezuela, and Iran. I see that Russia is, of course, a militaristic nation, and according to many places, which I won't go into right now, their purpose, at least that's their opinion of their purpose, is to destroy America. But the good news is I believe that Trump and his Middle East peace plan is apparently not so good, and it is at least not ready to come forth yet. It's still delayed, so that's a good thing. So as of 6-25-2019, these are my concerns. I see that Schumer and Pelosi and other communist media still work together to destroy America. Mexico has decided to finally help with immigration, but according to other sources, they are still building war materials for Mexico, or at least planning to. Cuba is still helping Venezuela stay communist. Russia has moved a warship near Cuba. And as far as Iran, we're talking about today, if you go to Daniel 10:12, this is after Daniel had been praying and fasting for three weeks. Finally, the angel Gabriel showed up and says, Fear not, Daniel, for the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy works were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the king of Persia withstood me twenty days, and lo, Michael, one of the chief priests, came to help me. And I remained there with the kings of Persia, verse 20, I'll skip down, now I'll return to fight with the prince of Persia. Well, Iran is Persia. So that's the prince of Persia, meaning that this is a very evil, evil nation, evil land, evil people going back probably for 6,000 years. I mean, even back to the days of Nebuchadnezzar, when the Media and the Persia and the Rock, Iran, all of those. So it's very evil. So trying to expect Iran to do it the correct way, the Christian way, the Western way, I'm very skeptical of that. Israel would love to see America take out her enemy, one of the chief ones being Iran. I suspect it was not Iran, by the way, that bombed the tankers, possibly Israel or one of the other international bankers such as George Soros. Now let's talk about the sanctions. Yeah, we know May 8, 2018, Trump abandoned the nuclear deal he long had scorned. May 2, 2019, he canceled exemptions from U.S. sanctions for all nations. And they all had to quit doing business with uh, Iran, except those that had been given the exemptions. Then May 8th of 2019, he issued another executive order imposing sanctions on Iran's iron, steel, aluminum, copper. In other words, he is shutting them down as a nation. Now, again, you'd think that's a good thing. And if America was in a big repentance revival right now, I would think it would probably go through. But in that I don't see the repentance in America I think it's probably not going to work so good. The jihadis will consider what we're doing to Iran an act of war. And all of the Iran nations that are buddies to them will consider it an act of war. Now the question is, what do they do? 
Then, just recently, that President Trump has even put some more sanctions on Iran leaders, specifically this time to the leader of Iran, and he's very mad about it. Recent U.S. versus is Iran history. In 10 days, U.S. positions targeted three times with rockets by Iranian proxies in Iraq. Pro-Iran media were the first reporting the two attacks on tankers in the United Arab Emirates and in the Gulf of Oman. Now, personally, I'm, I suspect that it really wasn't Iran. I think it was probably someone else. Now, it was Iran that shut, that shot down the drone, and whether it was in their airspace or not is up for question. But I think that we need to be cautious in attacking Iran, and we're attacking Iran with our sanctions, and we were going to drop some bombs there. And that's a good thing that we didn't. Also, two missiles are fired at U.S. drones. One drone was shot down. And also, a civil airport in Saudi Arabia was targeted four times with missiles. Headline, Iran shoots down U.S. Navy drone in international airspace. Trump says, very big mistake. This comes to us from HalTurnerRadioShow.com. He says, an Iranian surface-to-air missile shot down the U.S. Navy drone over international airspace about 17 miles off the coast of Iran near the Strait of Hormuz. Now, you might be saying, well, who are you going to believe, Iran or the United States? Okay, well, who are you going to believe, they, the American, the uh, good intelligence agencies, the ones that tried to target Trump, trying to listen in on his phone calls, the ones that were cheating trying to get Hillary in? Is, is that the uh, agency that we're supposed to trust or the Iranians? And the answer is I think they both got some problems. In other words, I don't know who to trust. Monday, President Trump signed executive order placing sanctions on Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Khomeini, and the foreign minister, Mohammad Habib Zarif. Abbas Mosavi, a spokesperson for Iran's foreign ministry, said the new U.S. sanctions against Iranian leadership permanently closing the channel of diplomacy between the two nations, meaning that when two nations stop talking, then missiles start flying. In other words, you stop talking, you start fighting. So I think at this point, we're very close to a fight with Iran. But the good news is I do not have one prophecy, not one prophecy in all of the Bible or in all of the modern prophecies that says that the U.S. goes to a missile, goes to a bullet battle with Iran. But I'll show you what we do have here in just a second. So, President Hassani Rouhani said that the White House has, is affected by mental retardation. So they're throwing words at each other. Well, we see Trump does that sometimes. Headline, Russian De Deputy Foreign Minister warns another Cuban Missile Crisis type situation is now developing. And you would think that that would be one that has to do with Cuba, but what he is actually saying is it has to do with American uh, moving secretly missiles too close to Russia for their comfort. And this is a little bit of a surprise to me. Didn't know this. Possible deployment of U.S. missiles on the ground near Russian borders may trigger a missile crisis identical in scale to the Caribbean one, Cuba 1963. Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rabikinov, if you can say that right, told the Federation Council during the debates on a bill and the su a suspension of Russia's participation in the treaty on the elimination of intermediate and shorter-range missiles. As far as the U.S. plans are concerned, the White House, the Pentagon, and NATO's International Secretariat keep telling us the U.S. and the Alliance have no plans or intentions to deploy future systems of this range on the ground in Europe. The current events, in particular those involving in, in what he basically goes on to say is, 
what U.S. is doing is sneaking these missiles up close to Russia in places like new nations that are becoming new NATO nations or like probably what is going on is in Poland. Well, now, Hale Turner has a, a real interesting comment about that. He goes on to say here, this is how NATO and the other U.S. operate. They will put missiles and other systems within range of a country on the sneak very quietly. And then when that country discovers them, they start saying, wait a minute, this is not right. And then the U.S. jumps up and says, oh, you're just wanting trouble. Okay, So he's actually saying that the U.S. here is kind of starting trouble. Now, we want to think that the U.S. is the good guy. We want to think that the U.S. is not going to do anything wrong. But the fact is they sometimes do, as we saw with the Trump campaign, with the Hillary situation. So I'm not totally convinced that Iran is as bad as America is making her out to be. And I'm not convinced that America's intelligence uh, agencies are as good as we want to believe they are, if that makes sense. Headline, Iran. If we cannot sell our oil, this is important. This is very important. This is kind of the point of the whole video here. If we cannot sell our oil, no one else can. Well, this was stated June the 20th, I believe. And then on June 21st, the very next day, not one but two explosions happening in America that are trying to shut off our oil. In other words, if we're not going to be able to sell, they can't sell oil. They're not going to let us sell oil either. And these, I think, Iran did do. Now, again, I don't think they probably put those explosives on the tankers. But I do think that they did this. So here's the article. A fire at the largest oil refinery on the East Coast. Hmm. Largest oil refinery on the East Coast. They're trying to stop America from selling their oil. In this case, consuming them. Turned early morning sky into a bright orange. Notice that word orange, meaning the kind of explosive, whatever it was, turned the sky orange. Remember that because that's going to be important in just a second. Orange and yellow and white can startle residents with explosions that shook homes Friday. The cause of Friday's fire was still new, unclear late Friday morning, but the explosion took place in the context of Iran telling the world, quote, if we cannot sell our oil due to sanctions, then no one else can, meaning it's highly likely that it was Iran that set explosives on that refinery. Highly likely. It went on to say a Philadelphia Fire Department official said that the fire started in a vat of butane. Both fires were started as a result. Probably if we, we, when we have the, the truth on it, I suspect that probably it was started from an explosion, an exterior explosion, an explosive device planted on it. Philadelphia Energy Solutions says the 150-year-old oil refinery complex produces 335,000 barrels of crude oil daily. So this is a big producer. The third explosion, okay, third explosion? Now, I'm not an expert on all these explosions, but it doesn't make sense to me that if it's a natural explosion, that would have more than just one big explosion. I would understand if there was a leak someplace or a valve that messed up or some kind of gauge that didn't work and caused an explosion. We've heard of those, and they happen from time to time, not very often. But this was three different explosions. To me, that says planted. To me, that says Iran. So I think Iran is probably behind this, though I have not heard one news source say so. 
Goes on to say, this analyst covers refining the wood, McKenzie, said the gas inventory is already low and the blaze will be additional pressure on the system. In both cases, it was gas. Now, they say gas. They don't say whether it's gas olein or natural gas. But both articles I'm about to read have three things in common. That the explosion caused an orange light, it was on gas, and it was more, it was multiple explosions. Here's the next one. Headline, Texas gas pipeline also explodes. Again, Hal Turner, radioshow.com. Witnesses in Texas. Now, this is two explosions the same day. Witnesses in Texas say the ground shook underneath them, and the night sky was lit up by a fireball when a gas. See, it doesn't say whether it's gasoline or natural gas, but both articles use the word gas. Gas pipeline ruptured near an East Texas airport. A pipeline ruptured around 10 p.m. Wednesday, though witnesses say there was a little sound. What they saw after a gas pipeline rupture was unnerving. In other words, there was no sound. There was no hissing. There was no um, breaking. There was not. In other words, it didn't sound to me like it would be a normal refinery problem. It sounded to me like it was probably an explosive that was put on that gas pipeline. It goes on to say, I didn't hear anything. The first thing I saw was the, there's the word again, orange flash. I was actually walking by the window when it happened. I was in a very remote area, pipeline that was on fire. I definitely saw the orange light. See, both explosions mentioned orange light before I felt or heard anything, and it felt to rumble. Now, let me also point out, August the 8th, 2015, I've said this many times, Saturday night, I was getting ready for the sermon the next morning, sitting right here at this very desk. And I said, Lord, I don't know what to say tomorrow morning. What would you like to say? And I heard the audible voice of God for the very first time in my life while I was awake. I've heard it in the night, but this is while I was awake. And it said, this is the time of miracles. What was downloaded to my heart, this ties in in just a second, was as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. And that God is going to match the devil step by step, inch by inch, pound for pound, everything he does, he's not going to leave us, he is not going to forsake us. So all of this may be leading to the judgment. That's my question for today is, is what happening between us and Iran, is this God's judgment? And is this going to head to the judgment that's big enough to where miracles begin to hit America? Possibly. So let's talk about it. We, uh, we had Stanislav Lunev come and speak to the Prophecy Club back in November 1998. He is the highest-ranking Russian military officer ever to defect from Russia, he made a Prophecy Club DVD, which you can watch at watchprophecyclub.com, called The Russian Defector Warns America. In this video, he stated that these 50, quote, lost in Russia suitcase nuclear bombs had been smuggled into the United States. He was pretty sure that at least 20 of them were, and he told me personally that he was part of a team that was sent over here to find a place to hide them. Now, they never were found, but it's important. And that could be, this is what I'm trying to say, is this could be the second snake bite. This could be the thing that is about to hit America. This could be the thing that would bring the judgment that would bring the miracles. May 5th, 2003, Michael Bolde, a grandson of Dimitri Dudeman, had a dream. And he was shown, and he told me that he thought what it was, a suitcase nukes going off. And you can read all the details, but essentially he said he saw these flashes going off. 
in California, Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, and New York. And he said he saw these small lights begin to flicker on and off. And he said these are the places, or he was told, these are the places where those who were sent here long ago to bring fear and cause chaos have situated themselves. They lie in waiting, planning, and plotting destruction. They're like coiled serpents waiting for the day when they can set off their suitcase nukes, essentially is what he's going to say. Now, he's not the only one who said that. October 15, 2004, in a dream summarized at Eagle and the Serpents, Michael Boldea was also shown an eagle. This eagle had three attacks by three different serpents. The first one, he was told, was 9-11. The second one, he said, came from an unusual place, and the third one was their destruction, meaning probably that's when Russia will attack America. And I'll let you read all of it here. I'm just getting to the point here today. But the point is, is it seemed to come from an unusual place, and it was a snake of many colors, and that may mean many nations. It may mean many suitcase nukes. My suspicion is, is that it may be that here, we look, in other words, we're, we're messing with Iran. Okay, <laughs> this is a bad nation. We're messing with a nation that would destroy us in a heartbeat, heartbeat and not even blink. Would love to see America get destroyed. So right now, us messing with Iran, if, if Trump were to call me, I'd say, look it, just back off. Just back off. Leave them alone. No, I don't like what they do. Yes, they're an evil nation. Yes, they need to be taken care of. But I don't think our righteousness is strong enough to take them out. And I think that if we go against Iran, there's a very high prob- probability that that will be the second snake bite. And here's more of the detail about it. Then January 9, 2005, I was shown basically two dreams in a row. And I was shown that there's going to be a series of suitcase nukes set off all across America. I'll let you read all of the details about it here. And I saw these two people carrying this bucket, and it looked like soapy water. And I had someone in one of my talks come up and say, well, that's how you transport uh, like uh, materials that are, are radiated. In other words, probably a suitcase nuke. Let's go on. 2005, former Congressman Kurt Weldon, chairman of the vice, uh, vice chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, uncovered a plot to set explosions in 10 cities. He couldn't get the authorities to act, so he wrote it in a book. I have a copy of the book. He said the cities he was told where suitcase nukes would go off about Valdez, Alaska, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Massachusetts. Let me also just say something. You know, I've talked about this several times, talked about it on the radio, made videos about it. And I was, I really didn't want to make this video. I really didn't. It's a lot of trouble to get all this stuff set up. But it kept coming to me. He said, this could be it. This could be, America could be right around the corner of getting hit with the suitcase nukes, which would be the, which might be the judgment that might bring the miracles. Now, I'm happy to see the miracles, but I don't want to see the judgment, but unfortunately, they go hand in hand. But you can read more about it. There's a lot of cities out there. February 2013, we had Doug Metzger come. He made a DVD called Will You Survive America's Fall? In this case, he was also shown a vision of suitcase nukes hitting several of the same cities the first three guys saw. So, uh, Augusto Perez said he was watching TV. Same thing. So we have several people that are seeing the same things. And, nukes going to dedica- and also, Iran has stated publicly 
that if either the U.S. or Israel attacks her, nuclear detonations will take place on American soil. Didn't say anything about missiles, just nuclear detonations. So I suspect that just like I was shown in my dream, these series of suitcase nukes that are hidden all across America could very well be set off if we make Iran mad enough. Right now, I think we are making Iran pretty mad. When we've told them that they can't sell their oil, that's enough right there, in my opinion. But they wouldn't stop that. They can't sell oil, can't sell steel, can't sell gold or um, aluminum, I believe it was. And now he's put specific sanctions on the leader of Iran. It's almost like, what can I do to make Iran angry? And brothers and sisters, I'm saying right now, we better be praying. I don't know if any other ministries even talk about this. My guess is they're probably not. I don't know. I don't follow other ministries. My guess is we're getting really close. We're getting really close to something really, really bad if we don't pray, which, by the way, is why you might want to consider joining Fast Track Team. You're probably already praying for the same things we're praying for. Let me make it clear. Fast Track is not just to pray for America. Fast Track is to pray for Prophecy Club, which a lot of the things I ask people to pray for is for this nation specifically that these suitcase nukes will not go off. We have about 1,500 people on a fast track team. means every Tuesday evening I send an email from me directly to you. And it tells you, all right, this is the fast. This is the prayer we're praying. It takes you about two minutes to pray the prayer. We ask you to fast from midnight Tuesday evening till 4 p.m. Wednesday afternoon. We ask you just to avoid food. You can still do juice and coffee and things like that. And if you can't one weekend, that's okay, too. And you can quit anytime you want to. I never send product offers. I never ask for any donations. This is only for fasting and for praying. So in summary, these are the cities that these various people were shown where suitcase nukes are going to go off. So if you look at a list of current problems, Iran selling oil for, oil for gold is a big problem. I'm about to get to that. Iran, if Tehran, if Tehran is attacked, nuclear detonation will occur on U.S. soil. Also, we haven't forgot about the now, it's up to 100,000 arrests. Those, are, those sealed indictments are still laying out there, and they're going up by about 5,000, 7,000 every month. So they're not going away. They're not ignoring them. I mean, that's the reason you see Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these other people attacking Trump so viciously is because they know those sealed indictments are out there, and they know if they don't take out Trump, he's going to take them out. So they are fighting for their life. Literally, they're fighting for their freedom, and they know it. Top people know this is coming. I also pulled this off of BenjaminFulford.net, his website. Headline, Kazaria Mafia's Satanic Summer Solstice, Iran Sacrifice Backfires Big Time. This is only one paragraph. He says, the latest attempt by Kazarian Satanists to trigger World War III in Iran has backfired spectacularly. What happened was the U.S. President Donald Trump, following the orders of satanic cabal pseudo-Jews, I'm not necessarily, by the way, I don't necessarily endorse him, and I, I don't think he's a Christian, but I read it because sometimes he has information that confirms what we hear from other Christian sources, but he lives in Japan. So he's got an entirely different perspective on things, not necessarily Christian, but he confirms a lot of things which I think gives validity to the Christians and to the prophecy students when someone else that's not Christian, doesn't even live in America, is saying the same thing, you see. Mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. 
So this uh, ordered a massive attack on Iran June 21st, a day of satanic summer solstice fire sacrifice. But the U.S. military refused to obey him. I question that. I don't know about that. Uh, I really quite Well, anyway, in the end, the only fire sacrifice came in in the form of huge explosions at a Philadelphia oil refinery that took place the same time the Iran attack was supposed to have happened. Another point saying that apparently when we're hitting Iran, they are hitting us. They're not. I don't think they hit the tankers. They did blow the drone out of the sky, but they are hitting us. But they're hitting our oil refineries just like they said they would. Now let's jump to what I think is the more important thing here. I've covered this many times. Very important. July 10th, 2012, Pastor Shane Warren came. Prophecy Club made a DVD. Part of what he said was in 20, which, by the way, you can get that at prophecyclub.com. You can watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. 2011, he was watching television. He had this vision. Okay, He didn't even know it was coming. Watching television, all of a sudden, there was a weather broadcast appeared. The anchor said the most amazing thing is happening. This hurricane spreading across America from shore to shore. He was shown a satellite image of America, this storm covering north, south, east, west, all over America. Then the scene changed. The weather reporter said, there's something strange about this. It's not a natural storm. And he picked up a fist full of dollar bills, meaning the point is, is that there's a time coming when the dollar bills, I hope it's the Federal Reserve dollars, not the other currency that they say is supposed to be coming forward. Blowing in the wind, worthless as leaves. Remember that. Then we go to the earthquake. So in the middle of this, the scene changed. He jumps over to another reporter, and this other reporter is saying, there's a New Madrid fault earthquake that just happened. Many of the cities in the, in the center of the country are destroyed. And, and then he heard a voice speak and say, they divided my land, now I'll divide their land. I don't think that the Trump peace plan, from what I read, what at least what I've been able to gather, is apparently cooked enough to be served. So apparently the Trump peace plan is not ready to be served at this point. However, it may be that it will come to fruition next year. I don't think it's going to happen this year, at least not if it has something to do with the counting of the own. So, then the scene changed. So he had three visions back to back to back. Okay, One is about money being worthless, about an earthquake, and then this is the third one. This is what we want to get to today. The scene changed. I was taken into a room in the Middle East. India, Syria, Indonesia, Turkey, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Egypt were there and Russia and China. They were the major players. One of them said America no longer backs the dollar with gold. True. All we have to do is stop selling oil uh, for oil in dollars and start selling oil for gold and it'll collapse the dollar. Well, I think that fits together. I think that's how... Iran could really bring a lot of problems to America. Now, as you look at what Trump is doing, Trump is bringing all of these sanctions. And from our point of view, that looks like a pretty good thing to do. If you're trying to shut down a very evil nation, well, how else do you do it if you don't want to use the bullet? So that sounds like a pretty good idea. However, you have to understand that Persia, the Prince of Persia, extremely evil, ancient evil that we don't even understand. And it may very well be that these sanctions are about to push. This is the point of the whole video here. They're a point, uh, apparently about to point uh, or push, maybe is a better word, push Iran into selling oil for gold. 
these nations, India, Syria, Indonesia, Turkey, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Egypt, and Russia and China, if those all started selling oil for gold, buying oil for gold, trading gold, going around the dollar, all of a sudden the dollar would be dropping in value very, very quickly, and we could be in real trouble. I'm just telling you that right now what is going on with Iran, I know the other places, the news not reporting this way, probably the other ministries are not reporting this way, but this is big stuff. Brothers and sisters, this is real big stuff. So keep your eye on Iran. Also, he said the devaluing of the dollar caused major rioting in the streets. Well, duh. That's what Dimitri Duda was told. Follow America would start with an internal revolution. I'm going to change the end of the broadcast because I have a request. If you like Prophecy Club, if it is one of your ministries that you support, if you feel like we're doing the right thing, then would you consider sending us a donation? It's summertime, and man, our donations have dropped just down to almost nothing. So if you could help us right now, it would really be appreciated. ProphecyClub.com Thank you and God bless.